if you have something, this might be like something that you've been on the fence about. This time right now might be the best time in the world for you to go back and examine whether you can try to make it fly. If you're a person who's heard the word no from a boss, an ex, a team that cut you, a job market that didn't want you, an accident or diagnosis that left you debilitated and depressed, or felt paralyzed by any setback that you just weren't willing to accept, this is the show for you. Because it'll teach you what my dad always taught me, that failure is just opportunity in disguise. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 No's. Welcome back to 10,000 No's. I am coming at you from the quarantine capital of the world. That is not true, but hey, I'm trying to sound like a radio DJ. All right, guys, here's the deal. Um, I am pivoting this week, uh, and I'm going to tell you why, and I think it's going to uh, play into everything that's happening in society right now. Everybody is being forced to make changes, to pivot. That is kind of my platform. That is what I talk about. As I'm proofreading my book, I'm realizing it is more timely than ever right now because my life is full of so much uncertainty. And right now, the entire world is being brought into a version of my life where you don't know when that job is coming. You don't know what's around the corner. Um, it can be exciting. It can be scary. It can be all that stuff. So whatever you're feeling right now, hey, that is that is fine. It is all acceptable. Um, what I want to do personally is pivot this week, and I'm going to tell you why. Last week, as you know, if you listen, uh, was Henry Winkler. Henry, I interviewed in November. I was really excited about him. Everybody seemed very excited uh, You know, when I put stuff out on Instagram and all of that. And shockingly, I checked the numbers because I can, you know, see what's what with these episodes. And I've never been motivated by the numbers. I'm always trying to put out what I feel is going to be helpful to people, entertaining to people. Um, I go with the content first and I've had kind of a long, a long view of, of all of this, which is just put great material out there and people will share it. People will, uh, get friends to do it. And that's what's happened. That's how this whole thing has built. But, but I look at this and I go, okay, Henry Winkler, superstar, people love him. And the numbers are like, eh. I mean, I wouldn't say they're bad, but I wouldn't say they're good. They're kind of average for what the other episodes do, maybe even slightly lower than average, which was a little surprising to me. So I thought, okay, then I get an email today from, I'm somehow on this email list of this guy who does SEO. I don't know if anybody knows what that is. It's called search engine optimization. It's basically putting in words into your website to get traffic brought to your site. Uh, not something that I find pleasant to think about. Not something that I do probably enough of or, you know, on our team that we do enough of, um, and somehow I'm on this guy's, I was about to delete this email, but whenever I read this guy's emails, they all have make some sense. And one of the things he talked about was what 
his company is doing with new content. And he said it doesn't really necessarily apply if you have a podcast or whatever, but they are not putting out new material and they're kind of putting out some of their older material and they're working on things in the background to get themselves themselves prepared for when we come out of this. Hopefully that's going to be sooner than later, but nobody knows. So I have been on a similar track, you know, got the, the show... Uh, City on a Hill got shut down in New York. I hightailed it back to LA. Here I am, and I'm pouring everything into the podcast, into social media, into all of it, and just going, okay, what can I do that I can control right now uh, while I'm home that can put good vibes out into the world? And I feel like I'm pushing, 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 and you know, getting all these interviews lined up last minute. And I've had met some really great people, and I'm about to interview more people this week. But I took a little pause today because I was I was going, okay, I'm gonna get, you know, I interviewed this woman today who was amazing, who I met last week on a Zoom call through a, a past a podcast host that I had been on his podcast. This this woman uh, Adrian Haslett, and she's got an incredible story, uh, ballroom dancer, number three in the world, not a runner, but happened to be in Boston uh, during the Boston Marathon bombing, was walking by the finish line, like just checking it out, didn't even know it was the marathon, and boom, uh, you know, explosions happen. She loses a leg. She, I mean, it's an incredible story. I'm not going to give you the whole thing, but it's an incredibly inspiring individual that I met. And we lined up an interview. We hit it off, lined up an interview, and she's great. And I was scrambling. I was all pumped up. And I'm going, I'm going to get it out this Friday. I'm just going to do the work to get it out because people need to hear this right now. And I thought, huh, hang on a second. People aren't tuning in for Henry Winkler. What are they tuning in for? What are they listening to? And I thought, maybe this is a time to just go, take a breath, keep hustling in the background. I like to I have so many things that I want to do and that I'm trying to prepare and roll out by the time my show comes out um, that are offshoots of the podcast. And I'm going, maybe I take a pause. I can stockpile all of these interviews for you guys, but I don't have to put them out because people aren't necessarily consuming them right now. And it's something for you guys to think about. Whatever it is that you do, you know, there's a freeze on everything. And so to try to jam your message down people's throats is not necessarily the best use of your time. And that's what I'm kind of coming to for myself. And what I did think that I wanted to do, though, was I feel like there are so many great interviews that I did early on back in 2017. And really what happens uh, is that these interviews kind of get buried because with podcasts, it's really you just have... I feel very lucky to have had great guests right from the beginning. Um, but but what happens is, you know, you put a podcast out, then the new one comes out, the new one comes out, and now I'm at, what, 130 episodes or something like that, more than that. And the old ones are just kind of, they're there if you want to go back, but nobody's really thinking about them. So I thought what might be fun for this week was to just go through 
just the 2017 ones and just kind of give you guys like so maybe people want to go back and and check these out because a lot of them are great um i'll be quick but i just kind of give you a little bit of the gist of them and i can put links in the show notes or you can just go to the 10,000 nose feed and scroll all the way back to 2017 and and see which ones you like but uh there was the first one which could be interesting to you just to hear how raw I was and how I really didn't know what I was getting myself into. It was just an inkling of uh, of what this show was going to be. Um, it was titled Introducing 10,000 No's, a podcast about getting back up. Uh, I still think that that applies. I still, I haven't listened to that one in a while, but um, you may be taken back by some of the F-bombs I throw out, but um, that actually happens in the first several episodes until my dad chimed in and said, I don't think you need to swear. And I fought him for a while and then I kind of agreed with him. Um, but anyway, that one might be interesting for any of you that are thinking of starting a venture, whether it's a podcast or it's something else. Look at me, take me as an example, go back and listen to that. And you will realize I had no idea what the hell I was doing, but I just pulled the trigger. Uh, maybe that will inspire you in some way to just kind of you know, rip the bandaid off and, and let whatever it is that you have that you're, you're concocting, let it rip. Uh, the other thing about the coronavirus quarantining and all of this shutdown is that it, it, the reason it's a gift, I think, is a lot of what holds us back, is, it has to do with our ego and what we think people are going to think of us. But when something like this happens, nobody cares. They really, more than ever, really nobody cares. Everybody's just like, I am going to do whatever I'm going to do to save myself and save my family. And you're going to judge it. Don't, I don't care. And I think that's actually a great, perfect place to be creating from and to be creating something new. So think about that. If you have something, this might be like something that you've been on the fence about. This time right now might be the best time in the world for you to go back and examine whether you can try to make it fly, you know? So that's the first one. Now, I'm not going to walk you through the entire 2017 lineup. I was considering doing that. I actually recorded a version where I did that for a few of the episodes, and, and I don't think that's time well spent. I would say go back into the archives. There are great episodes back there if you're looking for them. Uh, for our purposes, we're figuring out how what we're going to do with the next month. I may take some of the more popular podcasts, uh, some of the more popular episodes or ones that I feel are relevant or ones that I feel maybe have some levity that we can all learn from, or maybe I'm going to specialize on, on actor podcasts for the next month. And I may be, you know, re-releasing some things. I'm not quite sure how we're going to do it, but um, for the purposes of today, all I want to leave you with is this. There is no right answer for what to be doing right now. Some people are going to choose to be productive. I guess I'm in that camp. I feel like I've been scrambling almost more than normal. Maybe I don't know if that's possible, but I've been scrambling just as much. It seems like I'm stockpiling these, these interviews and I'm, I'm trying to use this time to, you know, envision myself coming out of this on the other side, uh, healthy and trying to uh, prepare myself to come out stronger on the other side. But I really don't know 
what my fate is. None of us really do. And it is scary when you turn on the news or when you even go on social media and you see friends talking about people that they've lost in their community. Um, So I, I don't know that there is a right answer. I am just suggesting if you're looking for something to hang on to, um, I just wanted to offer up that, that if you can look at this as a, a try, I mean, it's, it's hard, it's hard, but try in some way to look at this as a gift and, and remember that, you know, at least for me, any periods of great growth have come out of kind of devastating periods of, of breakdowns or breakups in some way. And I think the reason for that is just that the the walls come crumbling down and we are able to, as I said, just reinvent ourselves or take a risk without worrying so much about the ego. And, you know, a few episodes ago, I talked about the critic in your head. And I think what happens in a period like this, there's no time for that critic in your head. There's just no time. And so if there's something you can hold on to uh, from this period in, in the world, uh, in our life, uh, if, if you are you know, lucky enough, as, as any of us will be, to come out of this on the other side, just to hold on to that feeling of what it's like right now to not worry what people think. Because I don't think any of you right now, probably care too much what people think. But I think if you compare yourself right now to how you were, say, a month ago, two months ago, you probably cared more what people thought two months ago than you do right now. Right now, you're just thinking, how do I protect myself, my family? How do I survive? How do I get through it? And on top of that, I keep thinking, as I always did before this, but when I get up in the morning, think like, what what can get me excited? What can I contribute to today? And the, the truth of it always, although it's just much more exaggerated right now, the truth of it is that we just don't have control over everything that we think we have control over. We There's a lot that we don't. There's a lot that we are subjected to, forces outside of ourselves that can really, you know, take us from the earth at any point. Um, it's just, and, and I can't even, I, I can't remember right now if I've spoken about it on this show, but you know, my wife and I getting in a car accident in an Uber uh, a couple of years ago. And it was, uh, we were very, very lucky, very, very lucky. Spent the night in the hospital. The next day, uh, we went through a, a big period of recovery. But for what happened, when that car was coming at us, it was like slow motion. And I thought, this is it. And I was just like, man, this is, this is it. This really stinks. But it was a feeling of surrender because there was really nothing we could do about it at that point when we were in the middle of two lanes and this car was coming right at us. And our driver just decided to jump out into the middle of these cars. And we just got very, very lucky. Thank God. I don't know if you know, whatever anybody believes, I, you know, I, I don't know what you believe. I, that's, it's up to you. Uh, for me, it was like, God was watching out for us in some way, shape or form. I don't know. And, and you know what, we don't know what's happening right now, but what we can control is our attitude. 
We can control how we face this. We can control what we decide to do with the time allotted to us. And right now, it's just, it's much more conscious front of mind for us because the, you know, that the landscape is is dire out there. Um, and yet there's also this kind of weird dichotomy uh, where you look outside and it could be, you know, where I'm living, it's a beautiful day outside and, you know, you can go for a walk with your dog and you can trick yourself into thinking nothing's happening. Um, but you all know that something is happening somewhere, even if it's not right in your eyesight. Uh, but the, the trick really is to, is to hold on to that as scary as that is, you know, I, and I've said this to my kids before this whole thing happened. The thing about death is that it's, it's there. It exists for all of us. You know, we are all mortal. And the beauty of it is that the fear of death is, you know, more proof of the preciousness of life and why we need to squeeze as much out of it every day as we can. And do I do that? I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm striving for. Would I say I succeed? Probably not, if I'm being fully honest. But that's what I'm, you know, striving for, trying to be grateful every day, trying to get something done every day, trying to, uh, you know, make someone's day a little bit brighter for them every day. Do do something, you know, whether it's your family or strangers or both or, you know, on a large scale, a small scale. Um, you know, I did this Power of Positive summit. I think it's called power of positive summit with John Gordon, my past guest, and it's going on right now. So I think you can still sign up when you're listening to this. It's between April 2nd and April 8th. And, and they had us speak on something and I did it last year as well. And it's like a little video and my word, I, they didn't say to, you know, pick one word, but I felt like I, I would ramble as you know. And I just saw, I thought, what's one word right now that I could focus on? And it was encourage. And so that's what I would say, regardless of what you're doing, whether you're being productive, you're not being productive, you're homeschooling, you're, you're uh, single and you're by yourself, uh, you know, whatever your deal may be, can you encourage someone through a text, through a call, through a post on social media, through a letter, a thank you note, um, something positive. Can you do something to shine a little light? Because right now, you know what? Right now, the world needs a little light. It needs a lot of light. So be that light. Don't be someone who's adding to the cacophony of anxiety and and fear. And at the same time, be careful, be cautious, uh, be aware. And... Um, we will be back next week. I believe uh, there will be likely some re-releases of some really cool past guests right now just to kind of uh, ride out this storm and see what the listening habits are of everybody. And um, I'm going to pivot certainly some more. I don't lock in. I want to see uh, what I think is happening in terms of how many people are listening. And please write into the show if you have questions, if you have 
just anything, thoughts, if something's hitting you from this episode that you want to write in about, I love, I love getting that, that interaction. Uh, it's info at 10,000nos.com. You know, you can follow me on Instagram at Maddie Dell on Twitter and Facebook at Matthew Del Negro on LinkedIn is also at Matthew Del Negro. Um, and we, you know, the, the whole point is to try to keep putting some, some positive vibes out there into the world. So hopefully we're doing that for you. <clears throat> And as I said, I've had some really, uh, really cool guests uh, lately. I'm just going to try to probably be waiting to release them. Uh, actress Annabeth Gish today I spoke to. She was awesome. I'm just going to, you know, let it ride for right now. That's not going to be coming out immediately, I don't think. Have a great week. Stay safe. And uh, thank you for listening, as always. Thank you.